Hey everybody, welcome back. It is time for episode 17 of Beyond the Tap. I am your host, Brian Crum, and welcome back to our studios here in beautiful Northwest Arkansas. Uh, joining me today on the podcast uh, is a couple of guys from just north of here uh, in a little town called Webb City, Missouri, and uh, it's just outside of Joplin. If you're not familiar with, with where that's at, um, look it up because you got Google and uh, you can do that thing. <laughs> so, uh, without any further ado, I would say let's welcome to the uh, welcome to the show, Eric and William, right? Cooper, That's right. William, yep. there yeah, you go. Thanks. Thank you. So, uh, so now, really quick, before you know, before we go too far, it, now, what do you prefer to be called? Because I've seen you know a couple of different folks they they refer to you by your last name, and then other folks call you, you know. Um. Call me Will. Call you yeah. Will? Mm-hmm. All right. And you, uh, Eric, you can just call me Eric. Perfect. Yeah, All right. that's fine. <laughs> All right, Eric. So, <laughs> so welcome to the show, guys. This is fantastic. Thanks. Make sure you get right up in the mic there so oh, we okay. can hear you. But, uh, yeah, um, welcome to the show. We had a, a great time uh, chatting, I guess, getting up here and everything. And yeah. uh, a little bit of conversation before you guys came on here to the episode. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to this. So... Tell me a little bit about you guys. You guys, Flag City Brewing mm-hmm. out of Webb City, Missouri. So now, uh, how long have you guys been open? Uh, we were open a year in February. Okay. So okay. Uh, minus a few shutdown months. Yeah, um, exactly. So just a little little over a year, yeah. Yeah, man. So where'd you guys come up with a Flag City Brewing? What's uh, Where's that name? Is, is <laughs> Webb City known as Flag City? Is that It is. Okay. Um, yeah, our viewers don't know, so I'm trying when, to leave uh, them there. <laughs> when we first started talking about doing it, um, it's kind of kind of funny that you know we had both went our separate ways and, and we're planning on meeting you know the next the next week, um, and had decided to come up with you know four or five different names that we were you know both interested in, and, and just happened you know that both of us had, had put Flag City down. And decided to go with that, and and mainly just because, um, it you know, uh, so much of what the brewery does is centered around, uh, you know, Southwest Missouri, their mining history, um, and so we wanted to incorporate you know as much as as much of the town as we could into into what we were doing. And Web City, for you know, for the longest time, was known as Flag City. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and it all had to do with, um, oh, after World War II, um, I guess there was a big boom in, in like small towns trying to come up with something that they were known for. Um, and so uh, the mayor at the time in Web City came up, um, had decided that he wanted uh, all the residents of, of Web City to start planting irises. And, and so the iris bloom is known as a flag and so uh you know it became city web city city of flags uh flag city and so that's kind of how it how it came about see i had no idea on that yeah that's that's a really fascinating history and i did not know that's the term for uh for the the pedals you you know what we didn't either until we started uh until we started doing this and and found out you know a lot of the history of it so yeah there used to be um well there was a sign welcoming people into town uh, and then on our water tower, it says City of Flags. Um, some of the local competitive towns would, you know, on the little sign that was close to the ground, used to mark out the L in flags. Of course. Right. You know, so yeah. 
but but you know local people do recognize the city of flags and and we yeah. the other thing that we felt like was that we did not want to be web city brewing because we have you know we have patrons in all the towns around joplin and carl mm -hmm. junction and carthage and yosho you know so we we wanted to appeal to other people and, and um not build this competitive wall you know of we're web city we're city of flags it's still relevant locally um yeah, yeah. but it draws on the history you know yeah. so. absolutely and, and by history you were talking about uh mining i know uh, mm. this whole area so i grew up not too far from you guys in uh, in fort scott kansas and uh so i know that there's you know some mining in this whole region and yeah. uh so so tell us a little bit more about that I, i've heard that uh, a couple of your beers are named after some mining stuff and <clears throat> yeah in fact um all of our beers have mining themed names um our four core beers are our year-round beers um which we bought brought three of the four today um for instance like the sucker flask wheat which is what we're having now okay um is named after and um I, you guys probably didn't go through web city much but um growing up and i don't know is what 10 15 years ago that they filled it in but mm -hmm. there was a giant um just right by the praying hands which you guys might know is a big yep. monument there just right by there there was a giant mine called sucker flats mine sucker uh, flats yeah All right. and so that was always something that was very well known um as far as web city so so we, you know we use that for for the name but um you know, and to try to incorporate, you know, other communities. Our Orinogo Circle IPA is named after another big mine in, in Orinogo, which is just north of of, uh, of Web City. And then our Old 60 Brown Ale is named after, uh, it's actually the last running trolley um, that was used back in the tri-state mining days. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so it's there in Web City in their park, um, and they, you know, have just a little short track, but they run it for special events and stuff. Um, but it's number 60, so we, we named it after that. Okay. Um, and then our, Briti our British Pale Ale, uh, we named Turkey Creek Bitter after, you know, Turkey Creek, which is one of the, the main creeks that run through the area. Um, that was used a lot, you know, for, for mining purposes as well. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, so yeah, tell us tell us more about this beer that we're drinking here. You said uh, Sucker Flats, mm -hmm. and it's a wheat beer. It is. It's an American wheat. Um, it's delicious. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's very uh, very soft, very uh, very <clears throat> easy to drink. Yeah, it's definitely um, our lightest beer and and most uh, uh, easy to sell to people that aren't you know that aren't used to drinking you know craft beers. Yeah. Um, and it's just uh, well in fact all of the beers that i make um i i try to be as traditional as i can yeah um and so uh it's just it's um you know it's just a a basic american wheat beer um that uh we have two different versions we have a standard version that we have throughout the year um, and then in the summer, we, we, uh, we actually call it summer flats wheat, uh, where we'll add, I'll add a bunch of lemon, uh, coriander to it and it just kind of makes it almost, uh, almost more like a shandy, not quite, yeah. uh, but it's, it's real popular over the summer. Was there any, uh, just out of curiosity, was there any beer that you were kind of like trying to imitate whenever you made this or was it just, Hey, let's, let's create our own wheat beer. And no, um, 
whenever, um, well, shoot, whenever I made these recipes, um, I just looked at, you know, looked at the style guidelines. Um, I, I looked at beers that I liked, um, and then just tried to pick out what characteristics from ingredients that I wanted the beer to have. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how I came up with the recipes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, cause the reason uh, that came to mind for me was it tastes a little like a blue moon, but better. Oh. Like, honestly, I would I would drink this. No offense <laughs> to you, blue moon. No offense. You still have a special place right here. But, uh, but yeah, I would definitely put this up against that any day of the, the year because that is fantastic. So, Thanks. You've made this. A long, long time. Yeah. Right? In fact, I mean, this was the first uh, recipe that I ever, ever wrote. Yeah. Now, how long have you been brewing? Uh, about 15 years. I started 15 years ago uh, with a buddy of mine who, um, who comes in and sometimes helps me brew. Okay. Um, but we actually got jobs the same day, um, had never met, got jobs the same day uh, teaching uh, elementary school. Okay. And then uh, we just we both found out you know how much we liked beer and and started you know getting into more you know uh more craft beers stuff that we hadn't had you know we'd travel to springfield and down here to the mcadoodles and and stuff to get you know things that you just couldn't get you know in web city or joplin um and then we just decided one day that we'd start making our own um so we actually went to a class in tulsa at uh, high gravity homebrewing Okay. Uh, and, and they were great. And so we went down there and went through the class and then, you know, started like everybody else just brewing, uh, you know, extract beers and then moved on up to, you know, all grain in the, the garage, you know, once the wives got tired of us, yeah, you yeah. know, cooking the extract and in, inside. Um, and then, so it just kind of evolved to where we had this opportunity and, and this is where we're at now. Yeah. So now you said you've been brewing for about fifteen years. Uh-huh. How, how do you fit in? Where where did you come into this, this well, picture? Here? Well, so I go back with the wheat. I got really fond of the wheat several years ago. Um, Eric would make, you know, a four or five gallon batch, and <clears throat> he'd say, "Hey, I'm just tapping the wheat tonight. Come over and play pool, or maybe we'd have a buddy in town that mm-hmm. we were going to get together at Eric's house." And um, I just thought it was really good, yeah. you know. And and um, so so for me, it was. It's been more of uh, trying to answer the question of, you know, you know, when, when you make something with your buddies yep. from scratch and you taste it, your tolerance for it is, is really, really broad. I mean, you can taste and say, yeah, that's, you know, that's pretty good. Um, and it might not really be that good. It might just be that you think it's cool that you made something and yep. it's drinkable my nana um, says i'm a great brewer you know so. <laughs> yes <laughs> but you know but the question is that you know what do other people think people that are actually you know paying for it yeah um what do they think about it and so really i mean for me um i, I think i think i just over time um i just kept th- you know I'm, I'm really just sort of an entrepreneur and b- being around eric and tasting what he can what he can do i've just always been impressed with his um you know his his craft his craftiness he's you know he's very creative he's also very much when it comes to this you know don't 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 go in the brew room when he's brewing don't you know i can't clean a keg i can't clean the you know the pot out or the boil kettle or the the fermenter 
you know, he needs to do that. And that's, he's very, very meticulous when it comes to that. And so, um, for me, it was just, um, wanting to answer a question of, you know, can this be, um, can this be turned into a business? Um, is it really good enough that people will buy it and come back, you know, um, and, you know, a chance to kind of see if, you know, how, how far we can, we can push the thing. And I, and it took a little while. It took a few years, I think of, you know, um, telling him, I think this beer is really good. Yeah. And, yeah. and actually kind of getting serious about, you know, because we both have careers, we both uh, make a living doing something else. Right. And this is, um, it, it's, uh, side business, I suppose, but it's also, you know, a, a passion for me. Yeah, it's the definitely. entrepreneurial side of, you know, leveraging his craftiness and his, you know, his, his abilities and his, um, just his interest in this, um, into something that, you know, maybe is a, um, a, an enterprise that can grow. And, you know, one of these days, if I can talk him into retiring from teaching, maybe he'll, you know, want to do it full time. So, yeah. But we'll see. Well, and that's a good um, point. You're a teacher too, right? Well, yeah. Actually, I'm a, I'm a uh, elementary counselor now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So now, and how long have you been doing that? Oh man, this is my, uh, my 12th year as a counselor. And then I taught second grade for seven years before that. So, wow. Very yeah. cool. So yeah. then, so now I've got to ask, I mean, have you seen any of, uh, you obviously <clears throat> teaching that long, um, just watching some of your students grow up and stuff like yeah. that, or, uh, mm -hmm. other students that you saw older students in the school or now, are they coming into yes. your tap room and yeah. you're starting to see that it just yeah. makes you feel really it, young. Doesn't right. It? It's oh. like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. there's no way that you're 21. Yeah. And shoot, yeah. they'll be 22, 23. I'm like, Holy cow. Yep. That's ridiculous. It's like drinking with your, uh, your buddy's little brother or sister in the room. And it's like, wait a second. Yeah. I, <clears throat> oh crap. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, I was just yelling at you on the playground for for doing something, and now I'm pouring you a beer. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. But it's cool though. I mean, you know, that's part of the part of the fun of it. You yeah. Know? Well, and so. so now I I, I was uh, you were talking about batch size and stuff like that a little bit. Mm -hmm. You kind of touched on it, and I I read you guys are the first nano brewery in that area yes uh, tell our viewers and listeners what's a nano brewery because uh, you know we, a lot of us have heard the term like microbrewery or uh -huh. craft brewery what defines nano brewery uh basically we do uh one gallon or one barrel batches at a time really yeah one barrel batches yeah. and just for quick reminder i know we've touched on it in other episodes but how many like how many pints usually comes we'll, out of a gallon well we'll well one okay. barrel is Sorry. 32 gallons okay right and so i i do 40 gallon batches I, okay. so i can get a 40 gallon batch out of our 50 gallon system and not you know and if we do you know like a big beer like a um, like our mother load Imperial IPA. Yeah. I can only do a 20 gallon batch just because there's not, <laughs> there's not room for the grains, you okay. know, in the, in the, to, to do it all. Um, so yeah, we, we do 40 gallon batches. We get seven kegs per batch, seven, six barrel kegs per batch. Okay. Um, and, and luckily, you know, with only being open three days a week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, um, it's been fairly easy to keep up with okay you know on doing doing those small batches but generally uh 
we have four fermenters. So uh, certain weeks, you know, it's kind of a an off on, you know, we'll get three, I'll get three batches brewed one week, the next week, it may only be one, you know, it just kind of depends on, um, you know, what's in need and what opens up. Yeah. Okay, so so you guys are keeping it pretty pretty tight on uh, on how much you're constantly having to brew, right? Yeah, yeah, and that was kind of the you know the plan the whole time. I mean, since really, um, since we started, you know, it was kind of always, you know, let's do it mainly for for fun. I think you know, yeah, and uh, well, and for the longest time, I. I refused to believe that he was even serious. You know? Okay. And I, even when we started renovating the building, I was, would go home and tell my wife, "It's like, eh, this is it, we're not, we're just messing around," you know. And then it ended up happening. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the best hobby ever, right? <clears throat> exactly. I, I remember. So, yeah, I was just gonna say the um, the day that that we he had identified what um, sis, brew system he wanted and the fermenters that he wanted and all of that stuff. Um, he kind of placed, he kind of set up the order and I said, I'm getting ready to order this. This is kind of the point to where, you know, we don't turn back once we, once we spend this money, we're in. So this is your last chance to back out. Yeah. 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 So, so you pulled the trigger on it, obviously. Now you're Mm -hmm. into it. Um, how has the response been from the area there? I mean, you said you're open three days a week. Yeah, we're yeah we're open um, Thursday and Friday from four to to ten. Okay, and then Saturday from two to ten. Okay, um, and we're kind of we're kind of set right in the middle of. Um, I mean, we're on 71, which is a highway, but we're kind of right in the middle of a of a neighborhood. Yeah, right, and so you know we were. Uh, it was very important that we were, um, that we tried to be respectful of the neighborhood. You know, we didn't want to be open super late and, you know, be loud, you know, and all that. Um, and really, uh, that's kind of why we ended up picking the hours that we did. And plus I didn't get off school till three, Yeah. (laughs) you know? And so, um, and so that's kind of how, how we, how we worked it. Can Eric come out to play? After school, we're good. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, but the response has been good, though. It has, um, you know, and generally being just uh, really just a tap room, um, we, you know, we don't have food, but we have food trucks that come and sit uh, most nights on the lot. Yeah. Uh, and so, which has been a huge, you know, yeah. uh, you know, a really helpful draw, um, you know, and you can order, we have all kinds of menus from area places that will deliver, you know, you can bring food in with you, you know, uh, whatever. Um, and then, uh, we, we focused a lot this, this past, you know, summer on, uh, we have a really nice patio space outside. Um, and then, uh, you know, we've built, uh, it's the only bocce, like, like real deal. It's, it's real deal bocce court, um, that I know of, you know, around. Um, and so we've really tried to play up the outdoor space cause we've, and especially now, I mean, a lot of it's because, you know, people are a little hesitant about being inside and yep. all that. And so, um, I think it's a wise investment. Yeah. For sure. But 
but like the city of web city has been awesome and people um that come in they seem you know they 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 seem to like it they come back yeah um you know we have a mug club that uh that our our first year we had 70 members that we expanded to 105 um and you know when those are due each year i mean we we sell out of you know uh the majority of them will renew their mug for the year um and then whatever's left over we sell you know we sell those out um you know within just a short period of time um and so uh but we i mean we have you know a lot of a lot of return customers and 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 people that have come in have always been very um, seem to enjoy the beer seem to really like you know kind of the the very small <laughs> it's a very small space yeah uh, but kind of like that too because uh, when you know when when uh when will and uh and a buddy of his were kind of doing the bulk of the renovations they um you know one of the things they wanted to do was to keep it you know as original as possible you know yeah. this old you know stone building so a lot of it you know especially like up in the rafters and stuff is just the original like original barn wood you know and you can see like old paint you know like old uh yeah um, like painted siding from yeah, an old building yeah, that yeah for the yeah. roof on the and inside so, yeah it's, yep. it's really yep. really cool stuff and then um you know like a lot of our our all of our barn wood and our trim we got from a, a friend that had a had a barn blow down in his field and he's just like take what you want you know and so um it comes in useful right? yeah no kidding it was yeah it was perfect yeah. so yeah. we were able to keep uh, a lot of the character of the of the original building yeah um uh, but actually I, I think it's almost a little you know it's better now than than it's probably ever been cool yeah yeah Go back really quick. Let's talk about that mug club. You talked about mm-hmm. that. So what is the mug club? Uh, you know, how do you become a member of that? Or is it is it something that you, you mentioned you sold out? So is it mm-hmm. kind of an exclusive limited number? It is. Yeah. <clears throat> so so t- walk us through what if we wanted to become a, a mug club member? What do we do and how, what do we get? So there's a there's one hundred and five mugs. Um, and our our normal pour is the 13 ounce pour. OK. And so um, all of the mugs are 20 ounce pours. So when you come in, um, you know, you just say, hey, I'm number, you know, 35. Okay. We get your mug down. They, they hang up above the, the bar there. Um, and so you get a 20 ounce pour for the same price as the 13. Nice. Um, and then when you renew, you know, you get uh, a new mug club shirt, a t-shirt. We, we get some kind of a gift. So like last year, um, we gave, uh, all oh, the, the, the nicer, like, uh, bar taps that had, you know, flag city on it. Oh, nice. Um, and then, uh, once a month we open up on, uh, on a closed night just for mug clubbers and we'll do stuff, um, you know, like we've had a plus one night where they could bring a guest or we'll do, you know, trivia nights or, um, our last one was, uh, ax throwing. Yeah. We, you know, we have a mobile axe throwing cart that comes out. Um, usually, uh, they've just started and they're, they're, they're normally going to be at the brewery at least one of the three open days a week. Okay. The toe and throw axe company. It's I was going to say, yeah. was that toe and throw? It I was toe and throw. Your, I saw it on your Facebook. Yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And so. I love the concept of that too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was interesting. Um, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, that sounds great. I just didn't know how it was going to work and it's 
I mean, it's been, been good. better yeah. than than we could have imagined. Nobody's but. been trying to you know get a little little too tipsy and then not yet. Fun, no. so. Yeah, <laughs> not not yet. All right. Well, if you do uh, notice anybody doing that, make sure and record it. And Absolutely. Put that on YouTube. Yeah. We'll I mean, do. after making sure they're safe. Yeah. Of course, safety right, yeah. first, yes. right? Safety third. Yeah. It makes me want to get my own axe. <laughs> I know, you know right? Like just mm-hmm. carry it around like a on my back, like Conan or something. You know? That, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It it's a lot of fun. Um, so, what's the uh, what's the next beer we've got here? I know we've got uh, we're kind of wrapping up the first half here, but uh, wh- where should we go next? Um, I would say we. Um, Let's, well, actually, let's go to our current seasonal, which is Oktoberfest. All right, all right. So now, before we jump into this, you were uh, you were mentioning something about Sucker Flats. What was the... Uh, yeah, so Sucker Flats is the area of um, where there's a... We called it the pit growing up. Okay. Eric and I both grew up in Web City, and um, in fact, both of us grew up pretty close to where the brewery is and where Sucker Flats is. I mean, it's Web City, a small town, so you're kind of close to everything, but, um, you know, as a as a... As a very young child, so I lived probably ten blocks away um, from from the pit, and uh, my next. So I've got I'm the youngest of eight kids. Well, my next oldest brother and I are about a year apart, and we were we had to be. <clears throat> I was probably five, and he was probably six years old. Maybe I was six, and he was seven, and we had had found our way from home down to the pit and this pit it's not like a pond on a gentle slope oh, this no. is this is a pit where they mine so it's sheer drop off it's sheer drop off it's you know slippery um bank and and loose gravel and some big rocks and and nobody people always talked about how there was this no undercurrent bottom. this undercurrent bottomless pit yeah, yeah like yeah. a bottomless pit with an undercurrent you yeah. know and um, so so as a very young kid my son and i or my brother and i got we got blistered because our family could not find us. And they had put out an all-points bulletin, you know, to find the two little boys. And um, Dad found us. <laughs> you know, and 45 years ago, you didn't just get a tongue lashing and get walked <laughs> you home. You almost wish the cops would have found you yes, first, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So when I think about Sucker Flats, it always brings up that, that story and stories of just jumping off the, as a teenager, jumping off yeah. the cliff into the water and hoping yeah. you didn't get sucked under by the undercurrent, you yeah. know, so. I've had a couple anyway. moments like that in my, uh, in my teenage years. So yeah. Yeah. Going, going, jumping at the, the strip pits, you know. Yeah. yeah. I bet you always have. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where are we heading in? You said the Oktoberfest here. Uh-huh. And uh, I did go ahead and taste it. Man, that's, that's tasty too. Tell me oh, about, uh, where, where'd you come up with this one? What? What's, uh, what's it taste like as far as... Well, it <laughs> it's kind of an interesting one. Um, I, if I could brew a lager if I, if I really wanted to, yeah, it would just, it would take up a fermenter for a long time. Yeah. Right. And so we, I don't do any, do any lagers. And so I wanted to make um, a traditional Oktoberfest type lager but not lager it, like make it an ale. Okay. And so uh, basically what I did was just kind of research, um, you know, some of the, you know, what what traditional Oktoberfest lagers had, you know, uh, how they were made. And, and and I built the recipe around that. So it has all, you know, traditional gre- ingredients in it, minus it's, you know, we use, or I used an ale yeast for it. That's really and cool. so, um, and it's actually, uh, 
probably our most popular seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you yep. know, like uh, it's it's really this is the second year that we've had it and it's really went over well and we had a lot of return customers this year just for the Oktoberfest because they, they you, yeah because they knew you know um, you know they'll follow our Facebook and and that's generally how people find out um, you know when a new beer is coming out is, is we'll post it on Facebook as far as you know hey this will this will be tapped so you know Thursday come on in and try it okay and so uh, but but the Oktoberfest is, has definitely been uh, one of our best seasonals yeah now is it the same recipe each year or it you... is okay yeah All yeah. Right. yeah perfect and and yeah you know, how about the rest of your beers I mean are, are those the same every time or do you kind of do a little bit of tweaking here and there um the core four which you know are, are these are these four they're the same I uh, you okay. know I um I, you know, I want them to be the same when people come in, you know, and they liked the sucker flats, I want, you know, and they order a sucker flats the next time. It's, it's really important to me that it tastes like the last sucker flats, Yeah, you know? And so, uh, with those core four being really consistent is important. Um, we did, I did just make a change though, to our Orinogo, uh, circle IPA. I changed one of the dry hops. Um, which really, uh, it did exactly what, I, what I was hoping that it would do. Um, and, and you'll see when we try it, okay. uh, but it just, it really helped the, uh, the aroma of it, you know, when you bring it to your nose. Yeah. Um, and, and it did, you know, and it's only been out for, I don't know, maybe a week yeah, of a week open two, days. Yeah. Um, but the response to it has been you know really really good so the the people that really like the Orinogo circle yeah you know it still has Orinogo circle taste yeah. it's just um that you know that full aroma that you get from it from it now is uh it just kind of enhances the whole the whole beer it just makes it better than it was yeah yeah now did you ever serve it to any of your customers so far or repeats that and and just not tell them that you changed it and be like just try always it out. yeah perfect always. yeah and and what's the look on their the look on their face <laughs> give it away or do they you know they'd be like is there something different yeah some people will be like well they'll just be like man the you know the orinogo circle is really good you know this time yeah or um which makes you feel good i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah. and or they'll be or i'll just say hey how's you know How's how's the IPA this you know this batch and yeah and they'll be like man it's it's really good um, it really smells great you know yeah. and, and so and then I'll say well yeah I I did this this and this did this little modification yeah and so you know and of course if they said yeah you know it's it's worse what did you do you know then obviously <laughs> you know I can always go back to the original but. Um, uh, but the core, but the, the four main year round beers, I try to just keep as consistent as possible. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. I'm loving the, uh, loving the Oktoberfest here Good. and, uh, I'm really enjoying the conversation. I hope you guys listening and watching yeah. are as well, but, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and, uh, let our advertising partners here, uh, do their thing and, uh, just hear a word from them. So we'll see you back here very soon on uh, the remainder of our episode here with Flag City Brewing on Beyond the Tap. 
Hey everyone, it's Brian here, and I'm so excited to tell you about the all-new 2021 American V-Twin models from Indian Motorcycle. Now, if you haven't heard of Indian, they're America's very first motorcycle company, and Autumn here in the Ozarks, it's the perfect time to take one out for a test ride. I've been by the dealership, I've seen what quality craftsmanship looks like, and you should too. I'm telling you, the new 2021 models are incredible. They've got the Scout and Scout 60, or if you're like me and you like a little more stripped down, more blacked out look to it, you'll wanna check out their Scout Bobber and Scout Bobber 60. They've even got the liquid-cooled Indian Challenger, which if you didn't know, was named 2020 Motorcycle of the Year by both Rider Magazine and Thunder Press. So head over to Heritage Indian Motorcycle in Rogers, Arkansas today to schedule a test ride or check them out online at heritageindiannwa.com or call 479-633-8443. And remember, always wear your helmet, never drink and ride, and be sure to follow all local laws, including any social distancing guidelines in your area. All right, so if you like what you're hearing here on Beyond the Tap, make sure and head over to YouTube and uh, subscribe to us. Hit that little bell so you make sure and get the notifications every single time that we post a new uh, episode here. It's really nice, right? What are you doing back here? And also, make sure and check us out on Apple iTunes podcast section. Uh, subscribe to us there. And uh, do you know we're also on Spotify? Yes. There's nothing in there yet, but that's uh, okay. So... Check us out. If you really, really like what you're hearing here, then you want to head over to patreon.com and you can actually contribute to the show and making this the awesome success that it clearly already is. And uh, throw a few bucks at us. You can earn some cool perks along the way. Visit patreon.com slash beyond the tap today to check out more. And to some of my friends who, you know, bucks may not come so quickly to you, feel free to subscribe to us. That's important to us as well. Or review us. Give us five stars. You think we're five stars? I think we're five stars. I think so. And that's just as important. So follow us. Stay tuned. There's a lot coming your way. True story. See you next time on Beyond the Tap. Tap. All right. Welcome back to episode 17 of Beyond the Tap, uh, where we have on here Flag City Brewing. We've got Eric and William in. They're the co-owners. And uh, guys, thanks for joining. I know uh, if, you, if, if you guys have already listened to the first half of this, which you should have, uh, then uh, you know they've got some great beers. I've enjoyed two of them so far. And by the smell of this one, I'm going to enjoy it as well. I have not had it yet. Which one are we heading into? The Orinogo Circle? Yeah, this is the Orinogo Circle. It's right. our IPA. Okay. Now, is this the only IPA you have? Um, it's the only year-round one, yes. Okay. All now, right. we have some different seasonals that we'll do uh, that are IPAs. Like, we have a, uh, a New England called The Goat coming out. Um, It'll Named be, after Pat Mahomes, by the way. Thank right. you. Thank Correct. you. I'll fix that. That's right. Um, and then, uh, and then we have a uh, an imperial uh, called the Motherlode IPA that, okay. we, that we've that we've done. Also a mining so, term. It exactly. There yes. Yes. Yeah. The goat is not. It's just kind of it when we when goats I named all it. Carts, yeah. Right. Right. Um, that's that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. I, I we named it after or I named it I guess because it was New England. I named it after Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, and but put a picture up of Tom yeah, Brady next to it, and some right. people refused to buy the beer. They did, see, yeah, because of his picture. All Chiefs fans, and and so anyway, this year right. it'll be the Mahomes. Chiefs. I appreciate your uh, your shirt simply because it is Chiefs colors. Yeah, so. yes. yeah, that's, that's meant to tell you that earlier. Yeah. So, what am I smelling in this beer? I mean, um, I mean, I'm smelling obviously the hops and stuff, but like, what's describe the flavor of this one to someone who's never had it, um, because. <clears throat> I'll tell you my thoughts on after that. 
Go for it. Well, um, you know, when I when I made this recipe for IPAs or for this IPA, I wanted people who don't like IPAs to like to like ours. Yeah. Um, and so it's not the gateway beer. Yeah, it's it's not like <laughs> overly, you know, it doesn't, you know, rip your 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 tongue fur off, you know, yeah. from from being overly hoppy. Um so I wanted it to be to be really drinkable, you know, and and something that they would like. It's very uh very citrusy. Yeah. Um I'm definitely getting orange notes in there yeah, for sure. Yeah, very orange. There's some grapefruit um and and a lot of that is is coming from um just because you're you're getting that smell, you know, yeah. after changing that dry hop, uh, it it uh, it made a big difference in in how it was. Not that it was bad before; it just wasn't. Uh, it just wasn't exactly what I was hoping it would be. Yeah. And then and so and uh, you know, messing with the dry hops did did what I wanted it to. Gotcha. Maybe not as uh, full-bodied on the nose, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because that definitely, I mean, for, for people who aren't aware, I mean, changing up the smell of a beer will change the flavor of it, Abs- as yeah. with any of your foods or things like mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's amazing what something as, as simple as changing a hop or a dry yeah. hopping process can do for, yeah. for just modifying the flavor of a beer. Yeah. So. And, yeah. And, and so, you know, when, when people were drinking that, I wanted them to think you know, citrus, tropical fruits, you know, uh, I just wanted that to be, you know, what they took, took from the beer. Yeah. If you uh, don't mind my asking, what, what hops do you, uh, do you use in this? Well, uh, I bitter with Galena. Okay. And then, um, use, um, some Amarillo, Centennial, uh, and Citra. Okay. And then I dry hopped with, with, uh, with a little Citra and, and the bulk of it was Mosaic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I know. Uh, I was going to say, I think uh, our neighbors over here in New Province, I think they're doing some stuff with Mosaic as yeah. well. So. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I, I've just started using it really this past year. And man, it's just, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you almost can't make a beer not taste good if you use those hops. Now, remind me, where's Mosaic from? Um, it's okay right. if you don't know. I don't know. That's all right. Um, it it kind of reminds me of some of the Australian hops, but I don't think yeah. it's an Australian. I don't know. It may. I don't know. Yeah. But I'll tell you, man, it's delicious, whatever good. it is. Because uh, yeah. if anybody knows where mosaic hops are from, make sure and throw I'm, a little yeah, comment down somebody, there. Somebody, I probably should. But golly, it's tasty. Uh, we'll get that in post, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get it in post. <laughs> that's that's exactly what we'll do. So, uh, so now I know Eric, right? You said your friend uh comes in uh, he's he's the head bartender right or beer tender there well no well um is was I don't he know. he uh we we've given him the title of head brewer okay okay you know? and so he was uh you know we have just we've been brewing together forever um and so he just wasn't uh able to join us yeah you know just you know kids and other things and and so he just helps out you know when he can and, and it's good to we, have those people yeah though, right yeah we want you know we wanted him definitely to be a part of it and and so he does you know he does what he can and 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 it's great having him around and he's definitely um a big help uh you know and, and i wanted to have a plan too like you know if 
whatever reason something were to happen to me or whatever, you know, um, the brewery would be in good hands with him. You know, that, that's very deep. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that's that's pretty deep. There. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> he's never shared that with me. It's very existential nice. here. Yeah, man, <laughs> we get existential on Beyond the Tap. Right, that's what it right. is. Right. So, so go back really quick. I mean, you, you mentioned kids there and stuff. So mm-hmm. your your space there that you have. Uh, one of the things I was reading whenever I was kind of doing a little right. background on you guys, you know, you said you and you've even touched on it so far is that you didn't want people just to think of a bar. You didn't want people yeah. to think of that. You wanted something that's a lot more family friendly. So, I mean, right. I would imagine you guys have kids that come in. I saw you yeah. have root beer on tap. Yes. Right? Um, we, I, we, Bar, the word bar is like a four-letter word yeah. in the brewery, right? Yeah. Um, and so... Believe me, I grew up extremely conservative. So, yeah, yeah when you say bar, you think staggering people, yeah, exactly. not immunity. Right, right yeah. at one so, o'clock in the morning, yeah. and, you know, yeah. you're kicking people out and, and busted beer bottles <clears throat> in the toilet and, you know, right. all those yeah. things. And, and being... Wait, so you've been to a bar. Yeah. Great. Awesome. I have, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so we knew what we didn't want, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and we then, and you know, we knew what we had with the outdoor space. Um, and so we wanted people to, we wanted families to come, you know, that was important. And, um, you know, in order to do that, you know, we have tons of board games in inside, um, you know, we have the space, you can bring your dog outside. Um, and then I started, uh, we, I make our own root beer, um, the zinc city, uh, root beer, nice. Um, it, which is mainly I make it for, you know, so that way when you come in, the, the kids have something to drink. Yeah, yeah. Now that's really great. I know uh, I've seen several breweries doing similar things to that. Uh, mm-hmm. One actually locally does their root beer, and then oh nice. Um, there's a uh, Ivory Bill over in uh, Siloam that they do a uh, cream soda. So oh yeah, can, nice. and my son has had it, and also the root beer as well, and so. Yeah. Yeah, no, no I, we'll have to come up and check that out because that was going to yeah. be my other question was dogs, and you, you said that too. So. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of people that bring bring dogs in. They just, they can't be inside just because I'm afraid they'll pick up a random hop or something, you yeah. know, off the floor. Well, you don't want to get anybody sick. Yeah, and I don't want, you know, I know the hops are toxic, you know, to, to dogs. So, yeah. Um, but you can bring them all you want and keep them out in the yard and on the on the patio and, and so so yeah. So we just wanted to, you know, we wanted it to be a cool place for you to just come hang out, you know, mom and dad could grab a grab a beer and absolutely you know, get the kid a root beer and enjoy an afternoon yeah, together, exa- right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You don't have to feel like you're leaving anybody behind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. Um so so go back really quick. I know uh, during the break, we were chatting a little bit, and you said you do get a little experimental at times, and mm-hmm. uh, you, you like trying out some different flavors, things like that. And do. Tell me about the Brewmaster Special. Tell our, so, our listeners. Um, uh, probably about two months ago, we added a tap. Um, so we have our four year-round taps. Okay. And then we have our seasonal. And then generally, we have a guest tap that we put like a... Um, it's usually always a cider or a seltzer okay. um, from either one of the local breweries, like in Pittsburgh, Kansas, like Jolly Fox we have, or we get, you know, Urban Chestnut a lot, you know, from St. Louis. Um, but we try to keep it as a, you know, like a cider or seltzer just for people that that aren't going to like any beer. Yeah. Just so we have an option for them. Um, but we had an extra tap, you know, beside the root beer tap. Um, and so, uh, we, 
I started the the Brewmaster Special Tap, and so that is just specifically for stuff that I wanted to try. Um, now, n- none of it will be overly, um, you know, crazy, just because, um, you know, like I had said earlier, I like to stay as traditional as I can within those guidelines of each style. Yeah, you know, and so I just try to make the best beer that I can of the style, yeah. you know, um, but like we'll put on, um, well, like our, our, uh, our mother load IPA would have, you know, would have been a brewmaster special. Um, we have a, um, a strip pit stout, which is an imp- a Russian Imperial that we had on. Um, and so a lot of those kind of beers will be on it. Um, our next one, uh, is, is, uh, will be out in December and it'll be a kind of our Christmas beer. And it's, um, you know, we've had probably really, and we'll get to it, but probably the best, um, beer that we make yeah. is the brown ale. Okay. Right. And, and it's just, it's an American I see brown. you holding out that best for yeah, last Right. Time. And, and so, um, <laughs> but I wanted to make, um, I wanted to make kind of a Northern brown, Okay. And so that's going to be our seasonal, uh, coming out in December, kind of our Christmas beer is going to be a Northern Brown Ale and that'll be, uh, the Brewmaster special. That's awesome. So that's just something, and you you were saying earlier that you can, you can never really guarantee it's going to be the best beer or the worst beer or just a mediocre one, but yeah, but it's, it's up for those folks who want to say, Hey, I want to try something a little different. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It definitely different than what our normal, you know, our normal choices are, um, and then, you know, like, and then our next seasonal after the, uh, Oktoberfest is, is, uh, when we opened our Turkey Creek bitter wasn't one of our core four beers. Okay. It was a seasonal that went over really, really well. And it actually replaced one of our original bills beers, which was called a yellow dog pale ale. Okay. So it was named after a yellow dog mine, which was the biggest mine in the Joplin area. Um, and so we haven't had in on tap for a while and, and Will had mentioned it, um, a few weeks ago. And so I went ahead and did a batch of it. And so we're going to bring it back just for, um, a one batch seasonal, you know, for all those people that kind of miss having the, the, the pale ale on. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and you mentioned Tur- uh, Turkey Creek bitter. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now it's a bitter. Is that kind of like an ESB style? Well, it's or? it's more like a like an English mild. It's it's okay. really just kind of my um, my version of just a traditional English pub ale. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's um, it's it's malty. It's very easy drinking. Very low alcohol. Um, it's just a, it's just a really good standard english beer okay all right and now i have to uh, touch on another name really mm-hmm. quick here so we talked about the 10 o'clock Oktoberfest. yeah um so why 10 o'clock it's uh, well <laughs> right next to web city is carterville okay and their uh their biggest mine was called the 10 o'clock mine ah i got and you so, okay yeah so we named it after it so it truly is. All your names are yeah, every, centered right around the everything except, except for, the, except for goat. the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's, that's the right. only he one. Didn't fit in either. So. <laughs> as long as we put a picture of Pat up there this year, yeah. it'll so be okay. We'll take care of it after he gets his second ring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. For those of you who are playing along at home and don't know, uh, don't follow sports. We're talking about football. All right, fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, very cool. So. Um, Man, I tell you what, you're you're talking about your sizes of batches. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that leaves a pretty small margin of error, right? So, like, have there have there been any beers that you've had uh, that maybe took a little longer or anything, and you go, well, by the time you reach the end of it, you tasted it, and it was just like, well, there's two weeks gone. Yeah, well, we've been really pretty lucky. Like yeah. when we first started. No, 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 um, skilled, skilled, skilled. Yeah. Yes, very skilled, pretty skilled. <laughs> um, when we, yeah, when we first started, we were having trouble um, because we had the open rafters of the building. We were having trouble maintaining the room temperature. Okay, and so it was just getting too warm, you know, in the summer months. And so a couple of those first beers that we did just didn't turn out because it was too hot for them. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then we had really, really good luck until uh, I found out about uh, Beerstone, okay. which is something that I, I didn't realize was a thing. I, I don't you know, know that's a thing. Well, so what's that thing? And so Beerstone is like this, uh, it's like this hard, um, almost like calcium deposits that um, that can. Uh, um, they form on the bottom of your fermenter. Okay. And so, and I didn't, I, heck, I didn't know what it was. And, you know, me and my and my buddy that helps me brew, we had completely talked ourselves into, no, it's always looked like that, ah. you know. But, you know, what it, and it has something, and I'm not real great on all the science, but it has something to do. Um, <laughs> Sorry. You know, you know, yeah. It has something to do with the proteins in the beer, Yeah, you know. And so it, it makes this, you know, this stone stuff on the side of the uh he's over in public beach in the bottom yeah. of the ferment <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah exactly down there um yeah it was about as clean as a public beach i guess Uh oh um <laughs> and and so uh we didn't serve any of that beer That's yeah super, well and it was very important to know yeah as far as we know right yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> you know our darker beers that had the darker malts in it it was really affecting them in a way that it was um, it was giving them like a sour taste. Okay, you know, and and we, and I had went through and I had replaced almost everything you know that had to do with brewing, especially from the boil to to fermenter. Yeah, and just couldn't figure out what was happening, and 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 then finally figured out. Well, heck, it's it's that's what it is because there's you know there's so many little crevices and stuff in there that it can hide bacteria yeah you know and you no matter how no matter what you do it's not going to get clean and and so once uh once i figured that out um you know that took care of of all of it so we we missed out on a few batches of brown there okay um, just because it was um it was really affecting those that those darker beers yeah so, well, but it was good learning too. I mean, you know, those are, I'm sure those are stuff that you learn when you, you know, 
are professionally taught, but yeah. that's all right. <laughs> you you're, know, you're getting through that's it. That's all now. part of it, I guess, is just learning. So lesson learned, and you move forward. Yeah, right? yeah, so, exactly. Well, and you mentioned the word sour a while ago. Now, mm-hmm. have you done any sours, or are you looking to do any at any point in the future? No, I, well, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of sour. Okay, and so if. Um, and generally, if I, if I don't really like it, I don't want to make it. Yeah. Because I can't judge whether it's any good or not. You yeah. know what I mean? Just because I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. So um, now we have had some sours, you know, like on our guest tap okay. um, every now and then. Because there are a few people that will come in and want some sours. Um, I'm one of those weirdos. Yeah. Well, and, that, you know, I know there's a lot of people like them. Um, but it's not something that I'll probably ever do. Yeah. Okay. All right. And that's all right. Because, you know, that's the thing, too, is is brew what you like and yeah. brew, brew what you can enjoy being yeah. proud of as you're serving it out. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of serving it out, I think it's time we probably oh. pop that, that right. fourth beer, right? One more, right? Yeah, let's try that out there. Awesome. So we got the brown ale here, the old number 60. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's uh, it's our old number 60. It, I would say um, that as far as, as all the beers... Um, that we brew as you know as far as the style um i think by i think it's the best beer that we make um and it's you know uh he's setting you up for disappointment here right (laughs) oh is he is he no um it's it's a very uh it's one of our more popular beers you know people that that don't generally like darker beers okay um really really like it uh it's you know it's it's kind of a not not so much there's not i'm not a big you know coffee drinker okay and so those those kind of beers don't interest me too much this is more of just kind of a, a roasted caramel biscuity yeah you know, nutty flavor to it um that's really really nutty to it yeah and it's really you know for being a, a dark beer um you know it's pretty easy drinking pretty light now, if somebody is a drinker already, and uh, what what would you say this is relatively close to to, to kind of just give them an idea of what they could expect, maybe? Because um, I cannot remember the know, name of the beer that I'm thinking of, but I know exactly what the label looks. The like. one, <laughs> the one that um, that I think of most when I drink it is Moose Drool. Okay. Okay. I don't think you I've know, had from, Moose Drool. But, it's uh, yeah, from Big Sky. Yeah. Um, in Wyoming, I. Montana, Big Sky, Montana. Okay, um, I would say that it's the most similar to to this. Okay, mm-hmm. no, it's it's tasty, very tasty. I like the uh, I like that darker flavor to it and everything. And like you you mentioned the the kind of like caramely roasty, yeah, little nuttiness to it, little chocolatey taste to it. Um, it's got some chocolate malt in it. It's very complex. Know. Yeah, I like that. There's yeah, there's a lot going on in it, and 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 that that's part of the reason why I think if you know if you just look at our beers as far as you know, not how they taste so much, but just what they are. Yeah. Um, you know, I think this is the best the best beer that we make. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say you let out he you saw him, right? He snuck that in there earlier and said, Hey, we'll start out with our most popular one and he's like, Yeah, we're gonna end up with the best. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Yep. You always end up with the darkest, right? Yeah, you have to. You <laughs> yep. have to. Otherwise it's gonna throw off the flavors of everything exactly. else. Yep. So uh so Will I gotta ask, man. So so tell an embarrassing story on this guy. Is there something that you've seen him kind of, oh, whether so it's embarrassing. in the brewing or just in the in the general business opportunity? I mean, yeah. Um, give me give me something really good here. 
Man, embarrassing. So, I mean, he is, you know, he's the crafter. He's yeah. the one who makes beer. And I'm the one who looks after the licensing and the bank account and all of that. Um, <clears throat> but Eric, Eric's older brother and I went to school together. So okay. he, he's the younger brother of one of my, you know, former classmates, still really good friends. Yeah. Um, you know, and I wish I could think of a little brother story. The, the only story I can come up with is not a little brother story. It's actually a story... Um, so Eric likes to fish too. He's a pretty good bass fisherman. All right, <clears throat> he we'll guides out next summer. He so guides yeah. me a lot, but um, I can't catch fish like he can. He always catches a bigger fish. He always oh, yeah? has better lures. You know, always oh, catches more. Whatever. But but there was one day. Um, so where I, where I where I lived for uh, quite a long time um, was just down the road from this pond of. Uh, a friend of ours and you know eric and, and he were obviously fishing and but i get this uh ring on the doorbell um in the afternoon <laughs> like a weekend saturday or sunday afternoon and i walk out there and and you've probably you can probably tell from just being around eric here for an hour he, he's pretty laid back yeah you know and he had he had lodged a treble hook from one of his um, crankbaits he was using in his thumb. Oh! So I go to the door and he's standing there and his buddy Jonathan's right behind him, and I said, <laughs> you know, I said, what can I do for you? And he said, well, I've got this. Just very calmly, I'd be jumping up and down, yeah. screaming, you know, get this thing out of my finger and. He just needed some wire cutters or something yeah. to cut the hook off because so he kind of pushed the barb all the way snap through. And so that's fine. the only one. I, I, I wish I had something that was more embarrassing. He, he is hilarious. Um, I don't know if that makes yeah. him embarrassing but, or if that makes him my hero now. It's like, good yeah. grief. That's, that was just uh, the first thing that came to my, to yeah. my brain. That works. Um, so. That works. So yeah. what would you guys uh, – I'll, I'll start out with you. What's, what's – um, Maybe what's one of the biggest learnings that you've had after opening a brewery and uh, and really having you know a tap room where folks can come in? Uh, was there anything that you kind of went into this thinking, hey, this you know I feel like it's going to be this way and this is this is the way it's going to play out, and then mm -hmm. it kind of maybe took you by surprise or, or um, wasn't exactly what you thought? I th you know I think um, with only being open the three days a week. I, I didn't think that it would take up as much time as it does. Okay. All right. You know, and that's the biggest thing is just, um, is just the time factor of, you know, it, it's not that it's bad. I mean, it's yeah. always, you know, time well spent, but, um, it does take up more time than, than I was thinking that it would, okay. you know, only being open that much. And, and, you know, if we're busy, we, you know, we go through a lot of beer, you know, and so, you know, just trying to keep up with that at times can be more than what I was expecting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, how about you, man? Uh, you know, I think for me, my surprise is, um, I didn't think we'd break so many dang glasses. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Did that happened pretty frequently. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah. I mean, well, and and I would imagine. Uh, so do, now, do you guys get your stuff there locally, or do you do you order from somewhere outside, like as far as uh, supplies? We usually, yeah, we usually that kind of stuff we get from outside. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we've uh, been buying. From no shame in that, especially if you're breaking a few. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's good. That's good. So, so now, if uh, 
I've I've thoroughly enjoyed the time here uh, chatting with you guys. If uh, if folks want to come and see you, uh, you guys are in, in Web City. Yes. Uh, what is the best way for them to learn more about you? Is that your Facebook page or yeah um, the the yeah Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. Um, anything that's posted goes to all three of those. We okay. actually um, like we don't have a phone, you know, like a working phone, and we don't have a website. Um, but everything you could possibly need to know can be found on one of those three things okay you know what food trucks we have coming up um any kind of events that we have uh new beer releases um when mug you know when mugs for the mug club come back up for sale okay you know all of that um is announced through uh through facebook and we do or well uh do a lot of like facebook live stuff okay um, a lot of um stupid videos you know just for fun um, that's why we're here you're right yes. yeah. and so uh yeah so every everything that you could you could possibly want to know can be found on one of those three okay well very cool yeah. and you mentioned trivia and stuff is that something that's still going on right now i know yeah. obviously we're in the middle of you know it pandemic is. season um but, oddly yeah. enough you know where we're at in web city um really it doesn't have any restrictions right now um, and so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know how much longer that'll, that'll last, but, yeah. um, you know, so, so, uh, we're doing trivia once a month and it's generally on, um, the third, uh, Thursday of each month we do trivia. What time? Um, it's usually from like seven to nine. Okay. All yeah. right. Um, and then, uh, another teacher, um, comes and MCs it. He's does a really good job you know he's funny he does a good job at running trivia um and then uh um you know we have uh you know we have the axe throwing you know usually one day a, a week okay um and sometimes it might be thursday sometimes it might be saturday you know and so that's Just always check the Facebook yeah for that. that's always posted on there you know and so anything like that can be found you know on the facebook now, are your beers only found in your tap room at this time, or do you they distribute are. anywhere locally? Or no, we don't. No, you have to come in to have them. We'll get in there and see them, guys. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's come it. on by. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for joining. Um, let's finish off the rest of this beer, and right. uh, we'll see you guys next time here. Uh, again, thanks for coming, Flag City Brewing here on Beyond the Tap. Go check them out in Web City, Missouri, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you.